Before we get started today, a huge, huge thank you to all of our patrons and supporters of the podcast for the month of April 2020. Their support was unwavering, even if I wasn't a hundred percent consistent. I thank each and every patron, but especially Angie, Ashley, Winchie, Morgan, and Jennifer. We are all so grateful to have you. Thank you for sponsoring and supporting the podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you to all our supporters. Now, on with the show. Well, hello there. Did you miss me? I missed you, too. It's the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 313. I am your host and author of one of the pieces you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. How you doing out there? World's getting weird, and I'm trying my best to remember that I'm a very, very lucky man. That the world has been very good to me. That my fans have been amazing. And that... Even though everything's up-ended right now, totally up in the air, that I still have control over what I do, how I feel, in large, large stretches. And that's what I've been focusing on. I apologize that my productivity for April was a little shaky. I do, but on the other hand, I'm giving the same patience to everybody else, and your comments have made it very clear that you're giving it to me. Thank you so much for that. Well, on a personal note, because you guys like little updates about that, I have to say, even though everything is scary and my work hasn't been coming out as regular as I would like, April wasn't a bad month for me, and it was a banner month for Mrs. Kitty. The new place was very cold in the winter. It was the coldest winter on record uh, for many, many years, for the for the whole 21st century and then some. Uh, so that took some adjustment with the old house. But these houses are built to resist heat, uh, and this house was built long before air conditioning, and the air conditioning has been installed. So it's actually been extremely cool and very, very nice. I haven't had to turn on the AC but a couple of times. It's actually automatically turns on because I'm moving up in the world slowly but surely, uh, and uh, I, I've barely had to, to tinker with it at all. Uh, it's been lovely. And that's led to me and Mrs. Kitty just having uh, a pretty nice and long sessions. You guys like hearing about the cat. Me and Mrs. Kitty have been on the rugs and petting and stroking and just having a great time with one another, trying to watch the world go by in a slow fashion. In addition to that, uh, I've gotten pretty good with my PTSD needs. Uh, I'm only leaving the house when I absolutely have to, and not very frequently, so less than once a week for certain, and I'm trying to make it a fair bit less than that, like once every 10 days. Uh, so I'm not going out much. I'm not getting food when I go out. I'm not getting food delivered in. So uh, if, if you think my voice sounds amazing, thank you. I've rested it, and I did great with diet and exercise, so that helps. Um, <laughs> but, uh, one of the issues I was having, like so many people were having, was getting my groceries delivered and then having that be consistent and then getting that done. 
so that led to me actually going out and hitting up the – there's not really a supermarket nearby. So I hit an Asian market. Uh, it's kind of a fusion of like hospitality stuff and food and, and, and you know, Asian goods. And it was really interesting going over the PTSD peak to get in there and sort of shop around and look at all these new ingredients. And I just – I brought my phone with me and I just looked up everything that I didn't know. And since then, I've made a number of stir fries. I've made a lot of uh, – tea from scratch with different herbs and spices. Uh, It's really been very rewarding. And every time that I take one of those ingredients or I pull the wok out and I make a stir fry that I wouldn't have made before, I think to myself, "This this is what winning really looks like. Without that trying to be too hyperbolic. In a time of strife and anguish, this is legitimately what winning looks like. Sweeping the floor and making the tea from scratch and making the, making the food from scratch that's good for you, uh, that's adventurous, trying to get over your mental health issues, trying to, to, to put yourself into the world to get what you need and keep yourself out of it because it's not forgiving yourself for your, for your foibles and your flaws, but really also trying to make some kind of work, some kind of production out of it. I remind myself that this is living, that, that that strolling on down to an Asian market and getting stuff that I'd never seen before, that wasn't possible for me. Not, not so long ago. And it really hasn't been that long of a time since I said I was really sick and I need to heal. It has been a long time, but since the world's gotten real slow lately, it's made me realize it also hasn't been that long of a time. And I really have made a lot of progress. And it's weird. It's weird. I hear this so much from people and I roll my eyes at them. So now it's my time to say it and have you roll your eyes at me. It's weird in a time of such strife and anguish and confusion in the world to take such pride, to find some happiness, to take a little bit of pleasure. But there we are. I I am. And I'm trying to focus on it. Just the day-to-day little victories, just the week-by-week little notches of progress. And this one by far is, I'm back and I'm here without throwing myself at your mercy or apologizing or swearing it'll never happen again that I was late. I I think it's fantastic that I, I got disrupted this month and that I tried to course correct as best I could and that I really tried not to to blow up or freak out at anybody else, and I think I mostly succeeded at that. I think I may have 100% succeeded at that. Other people get to decide that, but I think I get to give myself 100% on that. And with everything else going on, that's these are real wins. These are real wins. If I can do one month without taking it out on anybody else, quote-unquote, that's what everybody else calls it. That's not how I see it. If I, can, if I cannot have a PTSD eruption... In, in this month, with everything going on and all the shame that I felt in not producing, I can do it any month. I'm not going to be able to right away, but that's what that means. And that's pretty much what I would ask a genie for, is to just never lose my stuff again. <laughs> so it's a weird, confusing world right now. And just know that if you're a fan, if you legitimately, if you sent something in, if you kept your Patreon account, even though I've been 
haphazard about uploading. You've gotten your content's worth, but just not on schedule at all. If you've shared the podcast with anybody on social media or just a DM conversation or anything else, especially these last 60 days, thank you so much. Normally, normally that's really hard for me, and I ask to be left alone when I'm not producing or if things aren't going according to schedule or if I'm too stressed out. And this time around, it legitimately felt like I think it's supposed to, like support, like encouragement and all the rest. I got literally not a single negative message, literally not a single negative anon uh, or, or, or email or anything else about not producing. I think everybody gets it. Even people who are very frustrated with me and they have every right get it and are giving me some some grace. And all I can say to all of you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So with no additional promises, with no pleas, with none of the rest, no drama, no melodrama or or any of the like, thank you, thank you for, for being a fan. Thank you for listening to this portion of the update. I try to try to keep the business portion a little off the podcast and the rambling a little off uh, the beginning. But every once in a while, especially if there's been an interruption like this, we got to do it. So thank you for listening. I I really really appreciate the position that I have in life. Ali is incredibly grateful to be able to, to work for this podcast. And she expresses it nonstop. If it was up to her, you'd have twice as much podcast. <laughs> so, so I promise you, she's been, she's been trying to make everything run on time, uh, even though I haven't. Um, f- from both of us, from the project as the Grey Knight, uh, I- I'm honored. I'm going to go forward. We're going to finish up. We're going to be right back with season four. We're not going to take a long time off. I get that no matter what's happening in your neck of the woods, I'm sorry to talk about COVID. I know it bumps people out. No matter what's happening in your woods, it looks like a lot of people are still going to have a lot more downtime over this spring and summer. And so that means that the next step is I just got to get the fuck over myself and give more content because... I sound so good. I feel so good. I am so fucking sexy. You show me all the time. Now, let's have a wonderful rest of our episode. We have a repeat guest, speaking of grateful for the ladies in my life. This is Alia Winters. She's been on the podcast before. You girls have really liked her. Uh, this particular piece is called Three for All. It is a very, very hot MMF with gay slash bi slash queer guys, since that is oft requested. Here you are, and I know you will enjoy. Jeff slid his hand down her back, knuckles trailing lightly over her spine, and cupped her ass. She made a soft noise of pleasure as he dragged her closer, flush against him, and began to kiss his way down her neck. Patrick liked roughness, but Lori was unknown. So he teased at her responses with varying sensation. He nipped lightly at the skin, felt her indrawn breath, and sucked so hard at the skin above her collarbone. Her hips stuttered, rocking reflexively. Oh, yeah, she liked that. He wanted to lay her out on the bed and devour her, figure out all those places that made her moan and gasp, explore her in ways that he'd never done with any woman's body. 
A shiver of guilt brought him up short, and he drew back. Patrick was there on the couch, sitting on Lori's other side, and Jeff hadn't even felt him join them. He looked intrigued, not nervous or resentful. Lori pulled back slowly out of Jeff's arms, watching his face. She moved to straddle Patrick's hips, her skirt riding up as she settled onto his thighs. Jeff's heart raced, a mixture of feelings rising up inside him, but the predominant one was desire. Lori draped her arms over Patrick's shoulders, over the back of the couch, studying him like she was trying to figure him out. But then she looked over at Jeff. This okay? She asked, barely above a whisper. Jeff nodded, curiosity urging him onward. I want to see. Patrick kissed Lori delicately, his lips brushing hers like a tease, one hand cupping her face to bring her down to him while the other rested between them on the couch. Something tight squeezed Jeff's heart, an emotion he couldn't put to words. But it was a little bit fear, yes, but also lust and longing and hope, an emotion that built in concurrence with his growing desire for more. Patrick drew back, glanced over at Jeff, and read everything he needed on Jeff's face. He pulled Lori close again and devoured her mouth. She gasped, a soft noise that turned into a moan, as Patrick skimmed one hand down her side and cupped her breast. Again, she rocked her hips. Jeff hesitated only a moment because he couldn't resist any longer and moved closer to both of them. He cupped her other breast, rubbing his thumb across the nipple and through the thin fabric covering. She was so soft, her body impossibly curved everywhere his hands longed to touch, and he felt dizzy with the newness. Her nipple hardened beneath his touch, and he twisted the nub gently between his thumb and forefinger. Lori broke the kiss with a quiet noise of pleasure and turned to him, smiling, her eyes dark. Still straddling Patrick's hips, she leaned over to kiss Jeff again, mouth soft and wet, and his cock throbbed inside his pants. God, he wanted her. Wanted Patrick. Wanted her. And Patrick. Need overwhelming him. Lori caught her breath, one hand on each of their shoulders. I think you were saying something about a bedroom. Patrick scooped her off him and stood, taking Jeff's hand. You want this? He asked, and he pulled Jeff against him, all hard lines and firm muscles, one hand sliding down to press against Jeff's cock. Lori's gaze felt like a touch on the side of Jeff's face as he leaned into her husband for a kiss. It was all he could do not to thrust into Patrick's hand. This was familiar, and Lori was totally unfamiliar, and the combination spiked his adrenaline. Yeah. He eyed Lori up and down, his body pulsing with need. Yes, absolutely. Let's go. In the bedroom, Lori moved to Jeff first, skimming her hands down the front of his shirt. Do you know? She said, rubbing her palms against the fabric. I've 
never done this before. What? She could mean nearly anything by that. Her palms grazed his nipples as they tightened. And this. She looked between him and Patrick. Two guys at once. To anybody at once. This is new. Patrick smiled. Then it's a night of firsts. This is new to us, too. He moved in behind her, so she was sandwiched between them, bending to nuzzle at the back of her neck through her cloud of spiral curls. We should talk safety. Mm. Lori tipped her head to the side, giving him more room. <laughs> I like you already. We got tested when we first started dating. Jeff couldn't stop touching Lori, didn't want to stop, her curve soft and yielding beneath his hands. We're both negative. Me too. Lori licked her lips, then leaned up to kiss him, murmuring against his mouth. I've got condoms. Patrick laughed. Ulterior motives? Lori smiled against Jeff's mouth, then paused to nibble his lower lip, sending a jolt straight to his groin. I always have condoms. It's called being smart. She shifted her hips back against Patrick, and his sudden intake of breath caught Jeff's attention. Patrick was very much into this, just like him and Lori. And she added, I might have hoped we'd all want this. Jeff groaned because she'd wanted it too, wanted to end up here in their arms. Relief and arousal flooded through him. This was too much talking, not enough moving forward, and Jeff was a man of action. He slid his hands up her sides and onto her breasts, fumbling slightly. Show me, he whispered. Teach me to touch you. Lori turned into his arms, lining up her back to his front, and wrapped his arms around her from behind. Covering his hands with hers, she placed them over her breasts. Like this, she said. She guided him, caressing, squeezing, rolling the nipples between her fingers until Jeff took over and she let her hands drop away. Lori smiled and sighed, leaning back against him. You're a quick study. I've been told that. Jeff nipped at her earlobe and then her neck again, then turned her around in his arms so he could kiss her again. He wanted to get her in his mouth and his hands all over her as soon as possible. She ran her fingers up under his shirt, her light touch sending shivers down his spine. He pulled his shirt over his head and let it fall. Lori looked him up and down, licked her lips in an unmistakable desire, and dragged her palms across his tight nipples and over his chest. He was so damn hard, and they had barely started taking off their clothes. Patrick bit down on Lori's shoulder, nuzzling up behind her, and she closed her eyes. Jeff traced her curves and reached behind her for the zipper of her dress. She opened her eyes again to watch his face as he slowly dragged the zipper down. The dress slipped off her narrow shoulders and pooled on the ground around her feet. Oh, she was beautiful. All glowing brown skin, radiant in the golden light of sunset.
Beneath her sundress, she wore a matching set of bra and panties in lacy pink fabric, sheer gauze that did little to conceal what lay beneath. The sudden emotion of this moment closed his throat, and he had to touch, had to taste, had to move forward now. She swerved away from his approach, deftly ducking out from under his arm with a mischievous smile, backing towards the bed. She climbed up onto the wide, soft king-size mattress and knelt in the middle, looking between the two men still standing at the foot of the bed. Without speaking, she reached behind her back and unclasped her bra. Jeff's cock twitched again at the sight of her full breasts and dark nipples, her nearly naked body, and that flirtatious, inviting grin. Fuck me. Patrick shook his head in wonder, and he began pulling off his clothes. Jeff watched him disrobe the rose-white skin of his back and chest, his auburn chest hair, the freckles dusting the shoulders as he carefully folded his clothes and set them aside. His husband stopped when he got to his boxers, and Jeff gave a crooked smile. You coming? Or just want to watch? See? I told you you were going to enjoy that. Once again, that was Aliyah Winter's Three for All. There's a link below on the podcast if you did want to check it out, or you can follow her on Twitter at twitter.com slash E-L-I-A-W-I-N-T-E-R-S. That's twitter.com slash Winters for more. Up next, we're going to go from high class to outdoor ass. Yes, a lot of people just want to get outside right now more than anything in the world. That alone would be their fantasy. But is that enough for you? Up next, maybe you need a lesson in the outdoors from a mountain man. Well, you did want to pay for the full tour, didn't you? (laughs) Stop acting like it's a real fucking job. It's not a real fucking job. Not since I was in high school, when I was a pool guard, you know, pool boy, lifeguard, pool guard. Uh, not since I was one of those have I had a job that was such bullshit. It's just amazing that anybody gives me any authority whatsoever. (laughs) You don't do shit as a ranger. You didn't do shit before, and you definitely don't do shit now. You know what my day consists of? I go to the two parking lots that are near the trails. They're about, I don't know, 16 miles apart? Not that far. I drive to one, I drive to the other, I drive back to the first one, and I clear out all the cars. I flash my lights, I honk my horn. That's it. I threaten people. And then they drive away, and then sometimes I drive back and catch them again. Then, 
I flirt with hot, desperate women in my area that I can somehow entice to meet in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you must be restless. Is it all right? Really, are you comfortable? Is it okay? I want to pull out my dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. I mean, you came out here to suck it. Oh, see, you are a little bit nervous. Don't be. Here, let me introduce you. Oh, no, it's okay. I promise. <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten out of the car, and you wouldn't have followed me up here, unless you knew this was going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Just feel it. I am so fucking horny. Listen to me. I have never been fucking hornier in my god damn life. All day. Every day. I scare people off like a human fucking scarecrow. And then I come back up here and I'm alone. And it's beautiful, and it's lovely, and I'm so used to all the beautiful women walking by. Mm. And now I'm all alone out here. Do you know how many times I've jerked off outside? <laughs> I have a favorite rock to come on. I'm... Almost afraid that I'm teaching an animal to come and eat it, but I hope the sun is drying it up. That's not too much for you, is it? What kind of guy did you think became a park ranger anyway? This is not for your nine-to-fiver. Don't you want to have a little fun? Were you the prudish sort? Did you not allow yourself to have a little adventure at camp? <sighs> think of it as camp. And you can have fun with the counselor. Did you have a crush on one? <laughs> well, maybe you need to. Hmm? Maybe you need to develop a crush on your counselor. There we go. Feel how thick that is. Mmm, it's gonna feel so good in your mouth. You are so pretty. When I jerk off on my rock, I'm thinking about a pretty, pretty, pretty woman like you. Uh-huh. Mm. I get totally naked when I do it, too. I do. In fact, I think I'm going to do it now. It's one of the perks of the job. There is nobody coming around in any direction and just feel... That warm air on your skin. <laughs> Think about all those lonely women stuck inside, either all alone or with someone that does nothing for them whatsoever. And how much they wish they could get out. They could experience a nice warm day. Just like this one. 
Ooh. Hmm. I love fucking your hand. Come on. Don't you want me to call you pretty again? Cause I bet I'll call you fucking beautiful with my dick in your mouth. Hmm. Ah, oh, I can't believe I get paid to do this. Do you know that technically makes me a whore? <laughs> and that makes you my John. Mmm, you are a taxpayer after all, aren't you? Well, then... What are you waiting for? Hmm? Oh, I don't think you're brave enough to tell me what to do, but you are enough to start. And you start by moving your lips over it. Ooh, good fucking girl. Mmm. Oh, clap your lips down over it. <laughs> yeah. Make it nice and tight. Back and forth. Mm, it's all about that section and what you do to me. Mm, when I was flirting with you online, I just knew I was going to get my dick right in that mouth. Soon as I saw those lips, I just knew. Ooh, and then you kept getting more and more flirtatious. I said I was going to fuck you outside, and you didn't even bat your eyes. Oh, fuck, baby. Oh, fuck, baby girl. Come on. Mm, way you pump your neck back and forth. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ha, ha. Do you like how I taste? I put on my aftershave for you. I made sure to walk around just a little bit. Just before things got warm so you could taste me through it. Taste just a little bit of my sweat. Ooh. The way that you're moving your mouth tells me that you love it. You love it, don't you? Mm, you're just a little bit of a slut. Don't worry. I won't tell anybody. Uh, ever since I started taking my fucking rounds out here, mm, I turned me the fuck on too. Ooh, so muscular. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready to move, to stretch, to be fucking primal. I think it out here at least once a day, every single day. I'm an apex goddamn predator. I'm in the prime of my life. And you, you are making it clear that I am to get more and more 
and more of you. Mm. Aren't I? Aren't I? Oh, my hands in the back of your head pushing you down. Don't look away. I like it. I like looking into your eyes. You're not going to stop, are you? Are you? No, good girl. There you go. Now you can release. You want a little more? You want a little more? Can you take it? I love it so much. Come on. Come on. Now that I'm fully hot, now that I'm wet. Come on. Ready? Ready? Down you go. Down you go. Down you go. Yes. Oh, good. 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 See? Uh, uh, Bob, back to the tip. Back to the tip, Bob. Don't stay down too long. Don't make it insensitive. Ooh, fuck. Are you wet for me? Huh? Are you wet for me, making me feel so good, having me talk to you like this? You like it, don't you? You probably can't stand the whole thing, but you like being told you're a little bit slutty, don't you? A little bit slutty by a man who's just this big and this strong. I asked if you were fucking wet for me. Come on, turn around, let me see that fucking slit. I'm going to move my finger up and down it. There we go. There we go. Ooh, you close your eyes in shame as you look away, but I know it feels so good, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It has to if it's this fucking wet, the way that I move my finger up and down it. You're almost ready to come, aren't you? You're almost ready to come from just that, aren't you? You are a little bit slutty. Oh, coming out here, sucking cock, and then getting fingered and coming so quickly, I'm not even inside. I'm just sliding my finger from the top down and then back up again, barely rubbing up against that clit. Look at the response it has. I guess I should take my left hand and I should wrap it around your throat. And that way, as I continue to finger this fucking slit without even going inside it, just rubbing and molesting it, I can make you feel exactly how you're supposed to feel. Small and compliant and so fucking horny for it. Oh, aren't you glad you put on that fucking sunscreen? Gonna strip these goddamn clothes off you. I am. Gonna strip you as naked as I like to be before I come on you. Yes, I fucking am. You like that? You like being that exposed? You like being treated like this much of a slut on your first fucking encounter? You do, don't you? You like it? Being in the middle of nowhere with me? My big, strong fucking hands? My body? Oh, how aggressive I'm being? You never thought you'd like it like this, but you love it, don't you? Don't you? You love it, don't you? Fuck yeah, you do. Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. You're gonna come for me, aren't you? Gonna get around that fucking clit and just circle it. You're gonna come for me, aren't you? Aren't you? You're gonna come for just that finger, aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you? It's just one fucking finger and you're so fucking dirty for it. You're so fucking dirty for it. Oh my god. You are so fucking nasty. How 
dare you? How dare you come so quick? How dare you come so fucking quick? Just one finger? Oh, wow, look at you go. Oh, and I'm not stopping either, am I? Am I? Mm-mm, pushing right inside. Oh, I gotta get you ready for this fucking dick. Mm, you feel how hot you've made it? Here, let me brush it up against your ass. There you go. That's what it's all about. Isn't it? Isn't it? That's what it's all about. Getting this dick in that hole. Ooh, but first I need to get two fingers in. Just jam them in. Yes, you can take it. Don't you fucking dare. I will tighten that fucking hand around your throat. You think I won't? Take these two fingers in you. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, your fucking pussy is so fucking wet for me, isn't it? Your fucking pussy is so fucking wet for me, isn't it? You're so dirty for me, aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you? You couldn't believe it. Even as you were coming up here, even as you made the final plans and sent the text, you couldn't believe you were actually coming up here to fuck that goddamn ranger. Here I am. Can't resist me now. Deep in that fucking pussy. Ooh, corkscrewing you from behind. Corkscrewing you from behind. Choking you. Totally at my fucking mercy, aren't you? You love it. You love it. You're such a dirty girl. You're such a dirty girl. Come for me, you dirty girl. Come for me, you dirty girl. Yes, 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 yes. Come for me, you dirty fucking girl. Yes, yes, yes. I want it. I need it. Come for me, you dirty fucking girl. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Yes, that fucking pussy so fucking what's so fucking tight. Yes, 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 yes. Come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me. Yes, 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 yes. God, I'm so fucking hard for you. Ugh, and you're so fucking slippery and goddamn wet. <laughs> ah, it's like cleaning off a windshield when you're at a gas station. <laughs> oh, but I'm not slinging this onto the ground. <clears throat> I earned this. This is going all over my cock. Mm throat, other in your hair, big strong body just positioning itself behind you. Is this everything you were dreaming of when you were born? Is this everything that you needed? Because it's here for you. I'm out here. I've got nothing to do and I sign my contract through the rest of the year. This fucking dick could be all yours. Paradise on earth. Just the two of us. Hell, you come up again? Or maybe you don't leave tonight? i show you where I bunk. Ooh, it would impress the shit out of 19-year-old you. Uh-huh. Ooh, canvas tent and everything right under the station. And I'll fuck you in it, too. Just ours. Just us in the world, just our tent and nothing else, the stars and nature and alleviating boredom the way that it intended by moving this cock inside that perfect, 
fucking pussy. Oh, right there. Yes, 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 yes. Right fucking there. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you can tell how much I saved up for this, can't you? I haven't come on my special little rock in two days. Does it gross you out that I do that? And yet you're still so fucking hot for me. Uh, you're about to see why I do it too. I'm gonna put this load right on your warm, sun-kissed skin. Ah, uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Right there, right there, right there, you feel so fucking good, you built all this fucking cum up and now you're gonna make it splash on you, aren't you, aren't you, I'm gonna let you go, I'm gonna flip you over, and I'm gonna come right on you, right fucking on you, wherever I want, are you ready? You gotta make it tight, you gotta make it full, and then I'm gonna come wherever I want. Do you understand? I get to take you, I get to force you, I get to come all over you. Do you understand? Do you understand? That's what I get for making you come. That's what I get for turning you on so much. That's what I get for luring you out here with how fucking sexy I am. I get to come on you. You make me come, and then I come all over you. You make me come, and then I come all over you. That's what's gonna happen. Do you hear it? Do you feel it? You making it happen? You making my fucking dick this goddamn hard? I want you so badly. I want you so fucking badly. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. You're the perfect little fucking hookup. Every fucking guy who thinks about how he just wants to get a little something... Ah, he has a woman like you right on his mind. Ah, cute, fun, easy. Fuck yes. Fuck yes, I want to keep fucking you. Fuck yes, I'm going to keep fucking you. That's why you're getting this good fucking dick. That's why I haven't fucking come already. I want to fucking convince you to come back. And let me do this again and again and again and again. Yes, 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 yes. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. Come on, tie it up for me. Yes, 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 Come on!
time. Ha, ha, squeeze it all out, squeeze it all out, squeeze it all out. Ha. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, I love using my body ha, to wrench yours down before coming all over your fucking face. Ooh, yes. That was amazing. You hear me? Your tax dollars at work. I am a whore at your command. to mop my own cum off your face because you're not going to be able to open your eyes without it, are you? <sighs> Poor thing. You weren't expecting that much, but you made it all happen. <laughs> I told you it would lighten your mood, even if I didn't know you at all. Get now. Doing a little exercise, getting some special treatment. Yeah. That's the good fucking stuff right goddamn there. Yep, yep, yep. Good, good, good stuff. I'm gonna need a lot from you and I hope you enjoyed that piece. And if you're yearning for the great outdoors, hopefully you can get back to them very, very shortly. Okay, it's question time. We've only got two questions this week. I've been erratic, so of course everybody has been incredibly uh, erratic with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, send those questions in, though. I really do appreciate it. Everybody loves hearing your voice. You're so much more attractive than you think you sound. I promise, I promise, I promise. Up first, a question or a series of questions from Ashley. Hey, Jack. It's Ashley. Sorry for the questions. Long-time listener, first-time asker. Um, you, I'm going back through your podcast, and I'm on, like, episode seven, I think. <laughs> And you had mentioned that you had done some work on a ranch. And I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. I was wondering <laughs> if you've been asked that before, but I haven't got that far yet. Um, also. I don't think anybody has actually asked any specifics. Uh, I got to tell you, I've lived on multiple ranches. I've been a ranch hand multiple times. And the reason why is it's the perfect job for a, uh, a loner. <clears throat> So I would often, I mean, I was five miles from the nearest human being on one of these ranches, literally. And then, you know, uh, 30 minutes from a city, from the nearest pickup window. So you cook everything, you, you eat, you live alone. Uh, it's, it's very romantic. What do you do? Uh, well, different ranches, different things. Some of them were, were working, and therefore they had animals, and there's upkeep involved there. Uh, one of them was on native territory, 
So this is kind of difficult to, to understand if you're not from certain portions of America. But certain portions of America aren't America. They're sovereign territory to various native tribes. Uh, but of course, locals don't respect that. So uh, I, I did some uh, just basic, very light, like, hey, guys, get out of here over and over again, uh, level of, of uh, gatekeeping of patrol, uh, very informal. Uh, over private land on one of them. And one of them was just an estate that I maintained. It was from a family. I don't talk about them. They're known. They're a known American family. Even if you don't know, you know them. And they, and they have money. And this is just one of these nice little ranches that they would have out in the American Southwest. And I lived there, and I was just there to make sure that, you know, nobody broke into it or whatnot while they were away. And then they would be like, okay, well, we're coming there. So get the fuck out because we're rich and you're not. <laughs> but really, get the fuck out because you're not rich and it disgusts us. <laughs> and I would. Because it was pretty good money. So, you know, I, I ate the shit. You mentioned that you like Japanese food. Um, I do. Sushi and the like. Have you ever had something called sukiyaki? Um, if you haven't, super good. Recommend it. Uh, uh, I've never had sukiyaki. I don't know what it is. Uh, I did a little intro at the beginning. I guess a long intro at the beginning of this episode where I talk about how I went to an Asian market. I got Japanese noodles up the wazoo, um, just instant noodles, just kind of different kinds of ramen. Some of them are pucks. Some of them are more like a linguine style. Uh, I've been throwing them into the wok with different sauces and proteins. Works out great every time. Um, yeah, that's it for me. So thank you so much for everything you do and for everything you do for us ladies. It is well appreciated and just... It really helps throughout this crazy quarantine time. You're very so, sweet. Thank you again. Ashley, thank you very much. We have a question coming up now from Yoli. I think that's how I'm going to pronounce it. And let's see what it is. This is Yoli. Hey. Quick question for you. Because, you know, nobody's going out and there are no live events, really. Do you have a favorite live album? Uh, and if so, what is the artist? Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Uh, thank you very much. I'm not actually much of a live music guy. Like, I enjoy going out to see live music. But that's because I want to see that band and support them. And I'm kind of curious what they're going to play. It's a, it's a different thing than somebody who goes and listens to live albums. Now, I listen to albums, what the artist wants to make and, and put out there from beginning to end. Uh, there's been all this talk in 2020, because nobody's going out, about... Uh, albums and listening to full albums, and I've been an album listener all my life. When it comes to actually like live albums that are like really good, and that I think you maybe should um, consider the one that springs immediately to mind. It's a visual concert as well, and it's the Talking Heads, and I believe it stopped making sense. Uh, it's a visual concert. It's probably free on YouTube. And it's like 90 minutes long. It's a hell of a fucking concert. Uh, that's a really good one. Uh, if you're going to go with live musical theater, I know it's passe. I've gotten uh, <laughs> I've gotten insulted for like 20 years now for liking it. But I really like it. So if I'm a dumb yokel, so be it. I quite enjoy it. Stomp. If you've never actually watched Stomp, 
Uh, Stomp Out Loud is the is the recorded version or any of the versions of Stomp that are out there that are highly rated. I really love Stomp. Stomp and Cirque du Soleil, I know that's probably not what you meant by, by live um, music, but they do a lot of live music at these events, and they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I guess... <laughs> I'm hesitating now because for all I know, Cirque du Soleil, I think Cirque du Soleil is in trouble in the headlines for some union shit or making somebody work. And for all I know, Stomp is too. And all I know is whenever you say a name of somebody who is making, like I said McDonald's once in a conversation, oh man, people have not stopped tisking me gently but politely. All right, guys, those are the two questions that we had for this week. If you think it does help that I make this content, why in the world... Don't you help me make more of it. Share the podcast with your friends. Share it on social media. Yes, I know. It's okay, baby. I still, it would mean so much to me if you did. Give me that little like. Give me that plus and all the rest. Send in your fantasies to the Tumblr blog, the Anon box, if you're too shy to send them directly. It means the world to me. It really does. Thank you very, very much for being the thing that keeps me going, keeps me regularly getting out of bed and and having moments of sobriety and having something to count on and count towards. It means the world to have you to count on when everything else is spinning and so chaotic. So thank you very, very much. Send in the questions. Send in the praise. Send in the fantasies. Send in it all. All right, that's going to do it for us. 3.13. You will get that next episode next week. I guarantee it. All right. Thank you very much again. Have a great rest of your whatever ahead of you.